I'm Saray. And I'm Elrin. And this is... Wormholes. Hi, Worms! Today we're going to be talking about chapters 16 through 18 of Keeper of the Lost Cities. I had a weird criticism of Grady. <laughs> Why did he not tell her how to close the shades? He knows that she's from the human world, and she wouldn't be able to know how to close the shades, so instead, he let her get no sleep. Well, he doesn't know what the human world is like. How does he know they don't have shades just like that? I think he, I think he could have guessed. I think he could have gone on the safe side and been like, oh yeah, you close the curtains by clapping twice. I mean, I don't know. If I was an elf and I didn't know that human shades were not magic, then I would be like, well, of course human shades are magic. Not magic, Elrin. Whatever. What do you think? How how do they even work if it's not magic? It's technology. But seriously, how do those curtains work if they're not magic? Like, what's what's causing when you clap twice? Like, that can't be any. Like, seriously, what is? Maybe that? they're very sensitive and they respond to sharp sound waves. Exactly the um, what are the, how do you measure like sound? Sound uh, frequency. Yeah, exactly the frequency Magnitude? of claps, and. Um, and then uh, they have this so extremely complicated technical <laughs> system that makes them go down. That's a bit of a stretch, Saray. I don't think we'll ever be able to <laughs> solve the mystery about the shades work in Havenfield. Moving on to a more serious note, I am just so sad for Adeline. She's noticed. She's noticed. It's noted that she's very tired looking, and as someone who needs to get more sleep, I feel her pain. But actually like she's grieving and she's tired and it's sad apparently elves do have a man against jeans poor sophie she never gets to wear comfortable clothes yeah <clears throat> it's time to talk about elven social classes hooray oh my note yay prejudice you can continue with your more coherent note um <laughs> i think how money is totally separated from social rank is better than the human world. I would agree with that. Because at least it makes sense, but it's still not kind. It's it's efficient, but it's not a nice way to do it. And also, I still don't get why if you have a less complicated or useful talent, you wear simpler clothes. Like how how do you relate clothes to ability. I have no idea. I want to add it onto your thing about how the system, although still prejudiced for something that people have no control over, their talents, is better than the human system. Is I think the main reason it's better is that, like, in the human world, if you are of a lower social class, you might not have the resources you yeah. need to, like, You're survive like and live a good life. My note about Kessler slips and burps Yay, we love that. And there are vials with flames in their rainbows. So, and I think this happens later. But yay, gay fire. Your turn. <laughs> hmm. It's time to reconnect to something that we wondered about last episode. Oh, yeah. Is literally everybody in the Lost Cities skinny? And the answer so far is yes. Two examples in this chapter of people being, dis- no, three, of people being disgu- described as skinny or slender. A slender man, that's that's Kessler. A skinny boy, that's Dex. A slender woman, that's Vika Hex. What? Oh, oh wait, you missed 
Tina is a beanpole, which means yes, Tina's <laughs> also a beanpole. So we've got four skinny oh, wait, characters. Let's check Lady Alexi. Oh, Alexi. Oh, oh no, yeah, she has one. Oh too. wait, wait, we're here. She has one too. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh no, so it's not Vika Hex. Oh no, it might be. No, it's not. Look. Oh. It's Lady Alex. Alexine. Alexi. No one knows. <laughs> it's her. She's also slender. And either we don't get a description of the, of their size, or we we hear that they are skinny, slender, or a beanpole. <laughs> Which is, by the way, a really weird way to describe someone. Like, what even is a beanpole? What is that? It's a pole. That, that beans are, like, bean plants do the thing where they are <laughs> falling down, but then the bean pole holds them up. Basically means you're a pole. <laughs> so just skinny pole. We like a little pole. We kids. Tina is secretly an alien who looks like a pole. Because all the elves, all the elves are aliens. Remember? Oh yeah, the elves are aliens. So she she's a shapeshifter who can turn into a bean pole. My note. I have a note. Oh, I got the text. Oh, and wait, I have more slips and burps. Slips and burps. We love it. I love Kessler. The first time we haven't exploded all day. Why don't we get more of Kessler? I feel like he's mentioned once and then we never go back to Kessler. I want more yeah. Kessler content. Oh, and uh, someone calls Adeline Etta, and it's spelled the same way as Ida in Owl House, and those two characters are basically opposites, so yeah, I cannot reconcile that they use opposite. the same nickname spelled differently. Oh, yeah, and Dex says he turned his eyes red once to scare people. <laughs> <laughs> he turned his eyes red to scare people. <laughs> Funniest thing ever. It's like Dex's red eyes. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. And then, and then someone says that Sophie was living with humans, and Dex goes, That's the coolest thing I've ever heard. And I was like, What even is Dex? What the heck? I forgot how weird Dex is. Oh, yeah. Add to that. Um, Elrin is just talking and talking and not even <laughs> saying anything. I have too much content about slips and burps that you don't, so I get to talk. Sophie says that she is strange, and Dex goes, I like strange, and <laughs> that was a weird voice. I like strange. <laughs> I like strange. Dr. Strange. Wait, no, never mind. Forget Dr. Strange. <laughs> <laughs> Sophie, Dr. Strange confirmed. Wait, she was Neil Armstrong last episode. <laughs> Sophie's secretly everybody like Mr. Forkle, <laughs> except she's all the human. Wait, is Dr. Strange human? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, that was a tangent. I meant to say that. Oh my gosh, it's Dexy. This is what made me ship Dexy until it died. I actually, no, until I died. But I. Kessler stares at Sophie. I love Kessler. But yeah. why do all the adults stare at Sophie and make her uncomfortable? Yeah. Look, Kessler studied her like she was one of his experiments. What is wrong with the adults in this world? Yeah, I agree. Like, staring okay. at kids long enough to make them feel like... I don't want to condone staring at people weirdly, but I feel like out of the adults, Kessler has the one with the most reason to, since he's a scientist. Alden is the weirdest, I feel like. Alden stares at her really creepily. Quinlan, too. Okay, yeah. I, oh, yeah, everyone's staring at her. It's so weird. Like... That's a little what? bit odd. And then they're all like, oh, yeah, she's pretty. More it's, it's weird. That's, like, More creepier. Because mm. I get it. Her eyes are rare. And so everyone's like, wow, your eyes are rare. And then they're like, but they're pretty. Maybe they're trying to, like, console her. I don't it's, know. Weird. It's, 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 we- it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. For sure. Stina has her iconic entrance where she's mad at Dex. And when I was typing this note out, it's writing Stina's. And it, 
autocorrected to stinks. So I think my phone <laughs> knows exactly what Gina is like. Until the later books, of course. Also, this is hilarious. Remember, Stina apparently has a dent in her, her skull behind her ear. And if anybody knows about phrenology... Wait, what is that? Um, mean? It's the study of... You know, I know what phrenology is, but what is... Okay, you should explain. I need to explain. So phrenology is a... It's pretty old. So people <laughs> used to think... It's pretty old. <laughs> people used to think that the brain kind of had focused sections on, like, kindness and love and, like... Parenthood and like blah blah blah, and okay, and like like uh, crabbiness. Okay, okay, we get the point. And so I searched up a a brain map. Oh, I forgot something. And phrenologists would see where like the dense bumps on people's skulls would apparently indicate how how like strong or like lacking they were in these concentrated areas so i looked up a brain a, a phrenological brain map and behind your ear is love of life and <laughs> a dent means that she is lacking love of life oh you seen any yeah oh um I think at one point, Stina is described as being skeletal or something. Maybe my really tired brain just made it up because my note is, Stina the skeleton, do, 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 do. <laughs> That's also really worrying. Does she not, like, not eat enough? Or is she just naturally skinny? I don't know. Okay. Well, I don't, maybe I made that up. I don't know. I think you made that up. <laughs> skeleton. Do, 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 do. Yeah, I think you made that up. I think I made that up. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, because Stina lunch for him in a flurry of bony appendages. Oh yeah, that was. She's that. not skeletal. <laughs> well, her bony appendages go do 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 do. I was going from being annoyed at Kessler to loving Kessler. He has some witty retorts coming back at Vika, like, if it's so useless, what did everyone buy for me? <laughs> like, I bet he, I bet he wrote them down last night. Be like. Hex comes into my shop. I know exactly what oh, I'm gonna tell her. That's not witty, that's just logic. <laughs> when someone I forget oh yeah, Vika is being mean about bad match, my note about bad match <laughs> about bad matches existing, namely Kessler and Julian. My note is Yay Prejudice, part two. <laughs> Your turn. I wanna talk more about that. Okay. Bad match is so stupid. I so bad bad matches shouldn't exist in the first place. But like, why should that be a reason to be mean to someone? Like, if if they married someone who they weren't supposed to, like, why do you get to be mean to them? Well, I think Vika is the kind of person who looks for a reason to be mean to people. Yeah, and then also, well, <clears throat> why do you get to be mean to anyone? I don't know. People don't, don't get to be mean to people. They just are mean to them. I don't think that's really the that's question. The beauty of prejudice. Pray. Sarcasm. Sarcasm. Sarcasm and vinegar is my favorite. <laughs> Lay's chip. I don't know. <laughs> I forgot how funny Dex is. <laughs> when he said, nothing makes me happier, or, or, or Kessler said something like, well, nothing makes me happier than something. And and then Dex goes, well, nothing makes me happier than a shiny bald steel. <laughs> a shiny <laughs> bald. laugh out loud. And I don't remember the last time these books made me laugh out loud. So, 
congrats to Dex for being funny. Grady is kind of harsh. The next page, um, he's like, he's like, your nexus isn't good enough. Everyone else is like thirty percent. You're only at ten. And then, and then, <laughs> is that what Grady sounds like? <laughs> yes. And then he's like, Bronte doesn't want you at Foxfire. He's going to kick you out, and you're gonna go to Exilium. And I'm just like, chill, Grady. Take a chill pill. Well, the thing is, I think he's trying to protect her. I know, but like, it's, it's kind of ridiculous. Not that ridiculous. I mean, he's just trying to make her understand what the stakes are. He could be a little nicer about it. He's not really used to being nice. Remember, Grady and Edeline basically haven't really talked to anyone in like years, unless they, I guess, had so. to. So they're not really used to social interaction, especially not with like, a kid. Oh, but I know. But like, it it says in Sophie's thoughts, she was freaked out about starting Foxfire. So Grady is freaking her out. That's not cool. Yeah, he doesn't know he is. He's just trying to help. I know. Grady, you're doing your best, but you're still being annoying. <laughs> okay. Talking to the characters as if they're in the room. Oh, I love that. Sorry. Dex yeah. comes to Havenfield. Chaos ensues. Exactly. <laughs> um... My first thought was how weird someone in a giant mouse suit would seem to someone who's not a uh, human. And then I thought, wait, don't don't elves dress up in mastodon outfits before like their third year or something? It's yeah. not really that weird. They dress up as an animal each year. Do, do elves know what mice are? No. Wait, so how does Dex? No, of course they know what mice are. Oh wait, because they have every creature. Yeah, they know. I forgot mice. about that. But still, giant mouse suit. Also, Gus from the Owl House and Dex are literally the same person. Well, yeah, they are the, the same, same person. person. They're, both obsessed. They're, bo- they're both obsessed with humans from a different world. From and they're theirs. both really weird, and they're both, like, characters' best friend. And they're both sort of younger-coded in a way. Like, well, yeah, Gus is they're actually immature. younger, but they're, they're, they're Dex written is as less immature. mature. Mature. Well, also, Keith and Fitz are a year they're and old. two years older than them, so... And I'm they're so both looking forward to meeting Keith. I was reading ahead and I was just like smiling really hard. Oh, and, of course. And then you Mom were. came in. She's like, "Why are you smiling?" And I was like, "Book, <laughs> book." No reason for smile. More serious topics about society's big problems. Mm, there are many. <laughs> Dex comes over. It's great. Sophie apparently has no idea what to do with Dex. She's never had a friend before. Quote, much less a boy. Like, I know, yeah, she's never had a friend before. And why are boys any different? I've been friends with boys, like, I feel like the the gender, the gender norms are like, what? It it just makes no sense. Boys, the problem with boys, girls friends with girls, like, no. Yeah, I understand your point. And also, I know that there Society sucks is the answer. Yeah, exactly. Because (laughs) boys can often be extremely annoying to girls especially, and maybe Sophie's wary of that. I know this being on a co-ed ultimate team. Also, it's not just that. I feel like it's just, like, society's thing of boy, girl, friends. They are not friends. They are lovers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the problem, too. But also, I understand. Also, Sophie's boys are annoying. Here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so maybe Sophie's like, oh, shoot. I don't know what to do. He's going to be annoying. But anyway. And then I, I, I didn't make a note about this, but I'm just reading this. It's, Dex is insanely confident in Sophie's room, 
and he, he's, I thought he was, like, not super, like, outspoken or anything, and then he goes into Sophie's room, and he's, like, touching everything, like, ooh, and making baby photos, like, it's because he's so interested about humans, I think that's why, because he's, well, he's never shy, he just wasn't super, like, yeah, he wasn't super chaotic, actually, he was chaotic, he just wasn't very loud. You know what? He was always chaotic. But he's especially <laughs> interested in Sylvie because she was raised by humans. So, human stuff. Again, like Gus. Oh, yeah. Dwarves in a heavy metal band. LOL. That is my <laughs> note. Because... <laughs> because Jackson goes, oh, dwarves and then cool music. Because I don't know why he says that, but he does. And dwarves in a heavy metal band. LOL. That is the end of my sentence. What do you mean? Like, why do we never hear music? Well, we have... The dwarves doing their stompy thing. I guess it doesn't really sound like music, but music is not a big part of their culture. Like, they, they have no, Basically, like, pop just, music? No. no. No rap? Like, what? They didn't... No Ed Sheeran? <laughs> no, I don't like to Ed Sheeran. <laughs> and I'm sure Sophie doesn't either. I don't think listening to Ed Sheeran is going to make the album world prejudice go away. I think right? Sophie likes Ed Sheeran. Actually, Sophie probably That's does like That's the kind of music I think she likes listening to. She probably does. I'm, I think Jax would despise Ed Sheeran with all of his soul. Jax listens to ACDC in his free time. Sophie says she's looking through the weird gadgets Della gave her, trying to figure out which ones are school supplies. <laughs> I had something about that too. Like, no one told her what to do with those? Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of odd. And also, that's never brought up again. She's never like, ooh, this is a weird metal stick that I got from Della. Is it a school supply? And she never gets She never uses any school supplies. And maybe Della just gave her a bunch of random metal sticks to give me to her. Della said that mean. No, she didn't. I don't know. And about the school uniforms. They don't actually seem that bad. She's like, oh no, it's a pleated skirt. Pleated skirts are nice. And okay, the shirt vest cape com- combo is kind of weird. Okay, I have a note. What even is a shirt vest cape combo? How can it be a shirt and a vest and a cape at the same time? I think it's like a like a like a a tank top with a, like a, oh like God, a, a tank fuzzy top. tank top with a, because that's fuzzy? like a vest. That's not a vest. A vest is something with like a two pieces that are together in the back, but not in the front. It's got to be like a, like a zip, like a. I'm thinking it's a shirt underneath a vest underneath a cape. But it's, they say it's the same piece of clothing. They said it was a shirt vest cape combo. Maybe it's a combination of a shirt, a vest, and a cape. Yeah, so it's one garment. No, it's not. Yeah. No, I think it's. A shirt, a vest, and a cape. Do you know what a combo is? Yeah, it's a combination of two or more things. In one thing. Put together. Yeah. Yeah, they just, like, having a combination of a shirt and a skirt is not one thing. Okay, let's agree to disagree. <laughs> okay. But I don't see why she's freaking out so much. Like, it doesn't seem like the most beautiful uniform, but it's not that bad. Sophie generally freaks out about a lot of things. I, I agree. <laughs> We're calling Dex Captain Blueberry from now on, and I'm not taking criticisms. Yeah. If someone says the, the D word, <laughs> then, some, then they have to do five push-ups. Okay. Captain Blueberry now. Oh, yeah. More about the school uniforms. I've, I've asked this question before, and I'll ask it again. What about the Envies? Do they wear, like, half of the girls' uniform and half of the boys' uniform? That just doesn't make no, like, stupid. I'm assuming they just wear whatever they want. Uh, yeah. But apparently, they, zero non-binary people exist in the Lost Cities, so. That's fun. <laughs> oh, why do capes equal status? I'm just confused. What about capes are so great? What makes capes being like, oh, I am cape, therefore I am awesome. <laughs> I am better than you because I have a cape. 
it's just like a sign of status. It's not it's not physically anything about the cape. It's just like but, I'm an ability, so I wear a cape, which makes which shows that I'm better than you. Instead of but, I'm better than you because I have a cape. No, but like why are capes a symbol? Because like, they're fancy and they're dramatic. Why are as Edna Mode said, yeah, no capes. No capes. Captain Blueberry. I was about to say the wrong word. <laughs> that was a Queen One gas. Add a turn. As an interesting <laughs> attitude towards grief. He says, My mom thinks it'll be good for them, Grady and Adeline, having you around. Maybe they'll get over it. About Jolie. Maybe they'll get over it? That's not a good attitude towards grief. They have the right to grieve however long they want. And death is so much harder in this world. It's t- so understandable how they're grieving for so long. And everyone's like, oh yeah, they gotta get over it. I think that it matters to the plot that they have a terrible attitude towards grief. But it should be... If this was a, a real society, that should be changed. So you're saying it's wrong, and in an ideal world, it would be different, but it's not. Who elephant costumes? Dot, dot, dot. No comments. <laughs> um, so, so commentary time. Do, do, do. We've already had, like, three social commentaries <laughs> yeah. already. Yeah. You're a bit late. <laughs> oh, a late. But we can have more social commentary. It's ridiculous how people who aren't nobility have restricted access to physical places. Yeah, it's kind of stupid. Just because they were not on a list to marry each other, and because Kessler does not have a crazy magic power, their ability to go places is limited. That is so stupid. It is messed up, man. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) It's time for Foxfire, the fungus school. (laughs) Fungus, fungus, fungus. Fungus, fungus, fungus. Our new single. <laughs> no, no. That was the introduction to the Foxfire song. Oh, yeah. Fungus, fungus, fungus. Fungus, fungus, fungus. Okay. Let's go. each other's reasoning. She's just a bicon. I don't really have reasoning. It's just I why. have reasoning. What's your reasoning? Because she's constantly commenting on elves' beauty and their genders does not cross her mind when she's passing random beautiful strangers on the street. She's just like, oh yeah, they're beautiful. Mm. She's pan. Oh, hey, hey, but no, no, no. I, well, she says like, when she was, when she's in this or case, she she's talking about Alina, she's like, preference because apparently there's no non-binary people in the, in the that's cities. true. I'm stupid. But anyway, yeah. She's talking about how pretty Alina is. And she's like, she had a, like, porcelain beauty or something. It was like, what the heck, Zoe? You were definitely not saying. She, as in Alina, is talking about the punishment for whoever put the reek rod in her desk, right? Yeah. And she says, I will punish people the farthest of my ability. I think she does. And isn't her ability to, like, control people's, like, thought? I don't know. What is it again? Yeah, she beguiles people. She's a beguiler. So what if she actually punish them to their farthest of her ability and make them, like, pick up poop or something and, like, throw it in their own face for 30 minutes. <laughs> that would be a difficult attention. 
I was surprised that they've never had a student come back in the middle of the year. Like, what? They're all noble, and they all are very noble. Like, <laughs> no, no one ever, like, got injured and then had to, like, no one, like, got, got a injured? Con- yeah, like, got a concussion and had to, like, stay out of school for, like, the first few days and then come back. Or, like, they've never had someone. There's basically no Or, like, they never had someone come from somewhere. Or, I'm, I'm assuming there's homeschooling. I doubt there's homeschooling. Or, okay, is there homeschooling? Doubt it. No one ever, like, had some specific circumstances where they had to join in the middle of the year. This is, like, a first-time thing. That just struck me as strange. I guess that is strange. You know what's also strange? Putting a spotlight on someone to make them feel welcome. Yeah, that that strategy isn't the best. I want to talk about the extremely unsanitariness. Oh no, not this again. DNA strips. First of all, it's gross. Second of all, I don't get why Ellen legitimately gross things. Like I get like for the flavors. I get how it's funny, but like apparently last week it was pepper and it made everyone sneeze, <laughs> which sneeze. <laughs> Licking does not equal sniffing. Like, it, if you taste pepper, you don't sneeze. Like, what? That's true. Yeah, but I never still, thought like, about that. Sneezing, if, however, I'm sure that caused students to not be able to learn very well. Well, it's and not so like they were sneezing. They probably sneezed like three times when we done with it. Okay, but so, that's gotta be that's uncomfortable. Elwin is a doctor. He doesn't strike me as the type of pers- person who wants to make people uncomfortable. Maybe he, like, doesn't eat very much, so he's like, ooh, pepper, that must be, maybe no. it's kind of gross, so let's no. try it, and they didn't, he didn't know it would make people sneeze. Wait, do they even, they have no, pepper in a lot of it makes no sense how the food works. So <laughs> they have, like, weird, gross, like, like, slimy balls of stuff, and then, and then they have pepper. Who knows? And it's like, continuity, it's tough. Dina. 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 <laughs> This is a reference that you do not understand. <laughs> Let's move on. Stina, the stick insect, as opposed to Stina, the skeleton, do 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 do. Stina, the stick insect, is a stick insect. <laughs> Lady Al- Alexine. 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 But that sounds kind of. Is like a yet another metaphor. slender person. Let's move on. Gen Z. Gen Z would love coffee. He would love coffee. He would drink all of the coffee. Because he basically is coffee, so he's getting coffee from coffee. He goes more coffee. But, like, really sugary coffee. Yeah, exactly. He would he would put buckets of sugar in his coffee, as Sophie kind of said. She said he drinks, or talks like someone who drinks buckets of sugar. Not drank, ate. Doesn't even matter. No. Consumed <laughs> buckets of sugar for breakfast. Yeah. And, um, th- this, this school is interesting. Apparently, they zap prodigies. They don't zap them on purpose. <laughs> I know. Why am I defending this terrible school? <laughs> like, they wouldn't allow anything dangerous around the projects, would they? You are wrong there. They absolutely do. They have splotching matches where they push each other into walls, and, and they get zapped in elementalism. And I don't know what this means. I wrote a note to myself that said, in your means, Sophie. Like, I'm not Wait, sure I'm what that means. But I think it was something about how this school is incredibly dangerous. Is it saying meows? It looks like it's saying meows. No, it does not say meows. (laughs) (laughs) Why does elementalism exist? Because apparently mastering the elements is the step to becoming nobility. I think that was Shannon Messenger's excuse for wanting her characters to bottle rainbows. Probably. (laughs) But, like, I'm just confused because I know elves are obsessed with lights. Why don't they have a light class where you bottle different kinds of light? Actually, they do that. Astronomy. Or whatever it is in this universe. The, u- the universe. The universe. But, but like, why does elementalism? More about eye color. 
This is the first thing that I color actually. Hurrah. She scans faces, searching for teal eyes, to find fits at lunchtime. And she finds one pair of teal eyes, which were in Bianca's face. And unfortunately, they were set into Bianca's perfect face. Strange. Also, <laughs> exactly. So they were there set into no her way face, you are like strange. like jewels or something. Anyway, um, well, that's terrifying. That wasn't actually what that was about. <laughs> I know it was about. No one else in in the entire Foxfire school has teal eyes. No one just has those beautiful teal eyes, Saray. I don't know how you don't understand it. It's just weird. Like there's, I'm sure there's like ten thousand people with cobalt blue eyes, like. Like That's Keith. the default face. No, Keith has ice blue eyes. How dare you forget this important oh, fact? No. You call yourself a Keeper fan? <laughs> no, ice blue eyes. Like I'm sure tons of people have light blue eyes. Like, and no one else has teal eyes, which is like a common shade of bluish color. I think you're reading way too much into this. I think she was just looking for fits. Uh, I <laughs> I like reading. Here we meet the Drooly Boys. Yeah! Rated R. No, no, no. It should be a horror movie. You know when it lasts like 10 seconds of our movie trailer, when there's all this stuff flashing, it's like, boom, boom, and it's going through, boom, 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 and then it's moving, and falling bloody on the ground, and then it goes, and the scenes are flashing, and it's like, and this text flashes across the screen, and it's like all scratchy and red, and it says, the jolly boys, and then that voice goes, rated R. Yeah. <laughs> horror movie of the season. And... More skinny elves that I forgot to mention earlier. Apparently, um, if Jensie's friends, the the Drooly Boys, were human, they would have been skinny. What? We know skinny people exist in the Lost Cities because Dex is, and like they describe other people. <laughs> they, they, they just they just seem they're not actually skinny. <laughs> Confusing. They're the essence of skinny. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. I found a typo. Oh my god! It's a typo. That was like, terrifying. Typo count two of the book. I don't know, but it says tying to instead of trying to. Oh no, <laughs> the world is ending, the sky is falling in. Jensie's friends are terrifying and creepy and weird and do. <laughs> they do. They're just so weird. They're just like weird teenage. No, they're not surfer even, dudes. But they're also weird and drooly. Yeah, like who, who, what teenager just like drools? That's so gross. Like hygiene, hello. Oh, it's. It's just weird. It's, it's just really because they've never seen a girl before, which is even weirder. Yeah, they've seen girls before. No, we're like up close is what Toby said. That's really creepy. It's just <laughs> incredibly creepy. Like, she's something that they just look at in a zoo. Like, ooh, it's a girl. I've never seen one up close before. Let's continue. I do not want to think about this My Apparently is, it's Marella. I think I've been saying no, it No, it's Marella. We're not abandoning that. And my note is, Marella entrance, let's go. And by let's go, I mean lesbian go. Yeah, <laughs> Bo- both of my notes for Morella say, not gay, because she is, like, the stereotypical, oh, I'm so boy crazy, to hide that I'm gay. Because, yeah, like, exactly. she's like, I sometimes I let boys sit with me, but I'm not a fan of girls. Stereotypically gay. Um, yeah, because, and then like, And then yeah. she's, like, she's, like, like, fawning over boys, like, mm-hmm. her brother's cute, and, like, every time a boy is mentioned, she's, like, oh, like, he's cute, like, yeah, it's, she yeah. is not okay. straight in I any way, shape, or form. Well, first of all, I love that we have a short character because I feel like everyone's yay! either average or tall. Yay, yay, short Morella. Um, and 
Again, Sophie mentions how pretty Marilla is. Sophie, every elf she meets is just beautiful. Yeah, except for Elwyn. No, Elwyn's beautiful in his own way, That's Sophie. True. Girls are annoying is Marilla's cover-up story, so she doesn't have gay panic in front of others. Um, it's stereotypically gay to just, or lesbian, to not have, like, girls as friends. That's true. with, like, boys. My personal theory is that Marilla is a theater kid, and she loves to pretend and act that... And I, I'm sure she hates it. Her whole life is a lie. Okay, not her whole life, but like no, but like she likes this to practice her acting skills. I, I I think she loves acting, but she hates putting up this act. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, definitely. But I think I like. I think she likes acting in general and is good at it because everyone around her is fantastic. She So basically, <laughs> Stan loves me and Morella and her acting skills pretend to be straight, even though it's hard on her. But okay, I've seen that like that uh, meme that's like, do you have any acting experience? I pretended I was straight for like twelve years or something. <laughs> <laughs> I've not seen that meme that I'm sure exists. I understand why Sophie and Morella dislike Fiona, but like why? Eh, it just adds annoying. They're tension. literally just jealous because she's pretty. Also, she's annoying. an annoying trope that girls like hate like the other mean girl, but there's like never any mean boys. Actually, there are mean boys, but like it's not. They're, as big they're a all deal. the big bullies with the deep voice who push you around. And then the girls are like popular, extremely pretty, like snotty girls, which is yeah, it's just stereotypical and annoying. Strong girl hate is enough. We're not done. We're yeah, like, like just because someone's pretty doesn't mean they're mean. Well, but also Bianca was annoying, and at least in the beginning, she's later great. She's yeah. great later. She has good reason to be annoying. Yeah. This is the formatting question. When Marilla talks, super strange and super important are both one word, and that made me so confused. I think it's because she talks fast, like super strange, super important. But I've, I've seen it? both of those as like singular words. I have not. When have you seen that? Okay, maybe just super important. Super strange, I, I, it's kind of weird, but super <laughs> I've seen as one word. We meet Fitz and Dex. <gasps> I gotta do five push-ups. Captain Blueberry. <laughs> Captain <laughs> Blue- That's not a push-up. Saray is doing a fake push-up because she's all fake. She is false. She's a phony. <laughs> I'm a phony, apparently. Anyway, so Captain Blueberry and Fitz meet each other. Fun. Deck. <laughs> deck. Yeah. And apparently, Deck. Oh, wait, wait. Deck does not have an accent. Or he has a different accent than Fitz. Because, nice to meet you, Deck, he repeated in an uncanny impersonation of Fitz's precise accent. So, we thought that Sophie had the same accent because apparently she talks with a perfect accent. But I think that there's a whole enlightened language accent. And then in the enlightened language, there is there are several accents. No, it's like this. Because someone said... Oh, your accent is good. Almost as good as these guys, meaning the backers. So Sophie talks similarly to the backers. Even whatever accent you have, which we know is close to a British accent, can you mix up Dex for Deck? Like, you don't lose the S sound. And also, I was just saying that. No, not... you just heard his name wrong. That wasn't anything. Come on, I think I don't. Maybe because I love Dex so much, but come on, I don't know what that was. No, no, it's not an accent. Can, accident. No, an accident. You can't mishear that. Wait. No, it was not an accident at all. He said it on purpose. He, he, no, annoying. I think he wants to prove okay, how cool he is. I, I, I hate. I hate Fitz, but I think that. I think he just doesn't care. I don't think he's trying to move. No, he's not. He he's not bullying Dex. He's not being a horrible person. He's just. He just doesn't care enough yeah. to to listen, which sucks. Ooh. I found more foreshadowing for when Sophie gets Oh my gets god, Aaron, the queen of foreshadowing. Information out of Lady Galvin's mind. It is when Sophie says she'll do whatever it took to get through Foxfire without Bronte kicking her out. Whatever it took. She took the information out of Lady Galvin's mind for the test. Oh yeah. 
Thank you for the enthusiastic <laughs> applause. <laughs> I soak in the attention. Yeehaw! Okay, that's enough. <laughs> Sir Aston is a fourth goal. You know this. Oh my god, I forgot. You forgot? I totally forgot. Sir Aston is a fourth goal. Sir Aston. Whispery voice. Yeah, so was. No, but like, how does he look like other people? Take the ruckleberries or something. No. So, like, Sir Aston is him without the ruckleberries? I guess. Maybe that means each for each Like, how does he change, like, his hair color? Yeah, it gets dyed and slurps and burps. How does he change his face shape? He doesn't. Ruckleberries. Does that make color. him. He doesn't change his eye color. Okay. I don't think. Maybe well, they can change eye color and that slurps and burps too. Remember, Dex made his eyes red. What oh, wait, I did push ups. Captain Blueberry made his eyes red. I know, but, like, but does no one think that, that um, Sir Aston constantly, com- or like Magnate Leto or whoever it is, constantly coming into um, slurps and burps to get eye color changers is like suspicious? Mm, I don't know. We don't really. When, when this is actually. Maybe he has officially his own private revealed, stash. That's probably it. He's pretty smart. He's pretty smart. Oh, no reason to worry. Count four. We have to talk about Dex being problematic because apparently everyone is problematic in the Lost Cities. Dex quote. Dex rolled his eyes. Girls, unquote. About Sophie beaming when Fitz comes over, which is which is so stupid because he is literally just saying that to hide the fact that he has a major crush on Sophie. So yeah, meanwhile, he he's like crushing on Sophie really hard and shaming her for having a crush on someone else who is actually wait who everyone has a crush on so it's totally understandable. I don't think Dex has a crush on Sophie at this point. Yeah I'm sure he does. I don't think he does. Okay I, I think I think maybe this is just because I had canon um Dex as Demi. Oh wait Captain Blue- Captain Blueberry as Demi but I don't think he actually has a crush on Sophie yet. No I think he's not asking he's not acting embarrassed yet. He starts to do that later. Really soon after this he's like to be honest just used to being the prettiest girl in school. And oh yeah like, but that's oh my god that's not this part yet, so... I think I think he... At least he has a baby crush on Because that is definitely what he is doing. He is yeah, trying to hide true. the fact that he is crushing on Sophie by sh- by shaming her for crushing on Fitz. Which is... It's stupid, but it's understandable because he's apparently really handsome. Dex feet was never a thing. It was just Dex. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, it, it's, it's a great ship, but it was just Dex. Yeah, I sort of stopped shipping it by Exile, but, like, I love Dex. And I wanted to be happy because he's the best. Except for, why is he problematic right now? Sorry, Dex, but you cannot be problematic and not get off easy because we criticize everything on this podcast. Yeah, it's it's we we don't like anything about this book. We don't Listeners, don't no get punches. the wrong don't get the wrong idea. We love these books mostly. <laughs> okay, we hate these books except for the characters. Characters are great. I don't want to say I hate the plot, it. The plot's bad. A um, lot of it is trash. We but love it's these characters. Trash. Listeners, don't get us wrong. We love these characters, but they are we, problematic. We are just so. criticizing because that's what we do. It's time to talk about the questions that are not answered yet at this point in the series. How did the article about Sophie get in the paper? Why were Alden and Fitz looking for Sophie? How was Sophie's ability triggered so young? Why is Sophie such a good telepath? Who is Sophie's real family? Who is the blonde jogger and why does he want Sophie? Why can't she hear his thoughts slash is he an elf? Why didn't the council know about Sophie? Why is it troubling that Sophie potentially said Soldrina as a baby? Why was Sophie living with humans? Why can't Sophie read fancy runes? Who is Prentice? What did he sacrifice and why? What does Quinlan mean that Sophie might already be a keeper? What sign do the fires look like and why is it worrying? 
Who sent Alden the article about Sophie and why? We have an answer to why Tyrion hates Alden. Apparently, Tyrion's friend was exiled and Alden had a hand in it. How did Sophie specifically end up with the Foster family? How does Sophie understand Verdi's feelings? What is Grady's ability and why does he hide it? What is the symbol on Grady's scrolls and why is it familiar? What is Project Moonlark and why is it so secret? Why can Sophie read cipher runes but not other runes? Why did Dex and Fitz hate each other? That is all for now. Bye, Bye worms. worms! See you next time.